0: This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City.
1: Hi folks, tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. for the Relive Lifestyles program. I'm David Leeds. hear from people throughout the country who have achieved tremendous control of their health and finances through the balanced nutritional products being offered by Relive International Worldwide. Tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. on WCNO for the Lifestyles program. More information is available at 1-888-871-8734.
2: The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey Billy, what you doing next Saturday?
1: That number, again, is
3: 877-853-7816. Good morning. I'm Pastor Ed Day, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John eight thirty two says, and we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So grab a pen, take some notes, let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. I mean,
0: if God's not graced me to be a lawyer, I don't care if I spend 12 years in law school, it's not going to be good for me. Hmm? I have to be called to be a lawyer. Come on. But God anoints us to do this stuff in our life. If God's called me to be a pastor, then He anoints me to be a pastor, then I'm walking in my call. You have to be what God's destined you to become. Oh, Jesus, help us. Amen? Amen. But the picture of our success is not what our business card says or or what job we have or what ministry we have. The picture of success is what comes out of the crushing of our lives. That's how we know what we're anointed to do or not. Praise the Lord.
1: Amen.
0: I, I say let, let's just all live in the grace that God's put sovereignly on our life. Let's just walk in that grace that he's given us and really begin to understand the destinies that are on our life and begin to, because you know, when you do that, that's when the anointing comes out of the crushing of our life. Amen? Because it's not what I do in this life. It's whether I have abandoned it all for him or not. That's what it boils down to, ladies and gentlemen. Have I just given it all to him? Because the truth is, is that he abandoned it all for me. Denny, Come on, amen. What makes you and I important is not that I own a restaurant or I'm the CEO of a company or a movie star or a good parent or a husband or wife. What makes us important to God is that 2,000 years ago, Jesus came to earth and lived an unselfish life and did everything that we couldn't do and then climbed up on a cross and died for you and I. That's really what makes you important this morning. Amen? That's what makes me important. It's not the fact that, that, that you're a husband or a wife, that you're a lawyer or a janitor, that you're an artist or a musician that makes you important. It's that Jesus put His seal upon you. Amen? It's the fact that the King of glory loves you. That's what makes you important. That's what makes you noticed. Amen? You're important because God cared enough about you to get you involved. God cared enough about you to get involved in the affairs of your life. I mean, that's pretty important that God takes time to compound your life. You're so important. Mmm, Jesus. Ooh. Listen, never let your failures mess you up because in His sovereign will, He knew that we were all crippled when He called us. We were all a mess. None of us had it together when He called us. Can someone help me this morning? I mean, know that to be true? He knew that we both. He knew that we all had weaknesses. He knew that some of us dealt with lust. Some of us dealt with hatred. Some of us dealt with inconsistency. Some of us dealt with insecurity. A lot of us had rejection issues. He knew that we had those anger fits when He put an anointing on our lives. He knew that. God's not dumb. God didn't make a mistake when He called you. Come on, amen. Listen, if if I had been God, I wouldn't have wrote all this stuff in the Bible. The book would have been a lot shorter because I'd left out all the bad stuff about people. Some of them people I wouldn't even put in the Bible. Why is God telling me that? That's terrible. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I, I I wouldn't have told the part about Moses being able to go couldn't go into the promised land because he couldn't control his temper. Here's Moses, part of the Red Sea, but couldn't control his temper. He couldn't even go into the Promised Land. I wouldn't have wrote in the Bible about David like to peek into women taking showers, peeking into the shower while they was bathing. A man after God's own heart was a peeping tom. Come on, I wouldn't have put that in there. Standing up on top of the building watching ladies undress. King David, Amen. I don't care how you dress it up. That's what he was. Come on, Amen. Solomon, King Solomon was worse than any movie star we got today. Come on, how many you know that to be true? 400 wives, 300 concubines? My God. He had more wives and concubines than there was days in a year. Hmm? Mm. I wouldn't have put in there that a, a rising evangelist and a rising prophet ran off and married a prostitute. I would have never put that in the Bible. I wouldn't have put in in there that one man spent three years with Jesus. I mean, walked with him every day, saw miracles, went up on the Mount of Transfiguration with him, saw God transfigured right in front of him, saw Jesus transfigured right in front of him, and then a few days later was out in the middle of the street cussing up a storm saying, I don't know him, you blankety blank, 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 I don't know him. I would have left that out. I left that part in there, yeah, you're going to be the rock. Forget all that cussing, you're forgiven. I would have put, but God put that in the Bible, amen? Somebody say consecrated. Consecrated. So when you recognize... That it's Him that declares us to be holy. That He processes us through the valleys and the the storms of our life with all the compounding of all the successes and failures and the affairs of our life to create in us a holy, set-apart anointing. And then He said this. He said, there's a limitation to this anointing that's on your life. He said, this anointing all must never be put on flesh. He said, don't do it because not only is it consecrated, it's got some limitations. You can't just anoint anything. In other words, it can never be used on that which is alien or foreign to God. He's not talking about the flesh like your skin, because it's a picture here in the Old Testament. But the spiritual application is this. Don't ever try to put your anointing on something carnal. Don't put anointing on carnality. And call it God. I mean, that's a disease in the church of our country today. People calling something anointing that's really from the pit of hell. Hmm? Oh, help us, Jesus. Can I go a little deeper? In the Hebrew, it says literally, it will not pour. When he says, don't pour it on, it literally says, it will not pour. In other words, don't put it on anything carnal. It will not pour on anything carnal. It can't sustain anything carnal. Hmm? What are you saying, Pastor? What are you trying to tell me this morning? Well, here's what I'm talking about. We've got to come to a point in the body of Christ that we quit promoting carnal gifts. And expect God to anoint it. Hmm? There's a lot of that in the church today. So what does that mean? It means that I gotta make sure that I'm guarding and protecting the anointing because there are limitations to it. Do you know the sad part in the body of Christ is that a lot of people sit in the pews and they really don't have a spiritual consciousness of to be able to discern what is real anointing and what is not real anointing, and, and they can't tell the difference between anointing and talent. Hmm? Come on. Amen. Listen, there's a pastor told me down in Miami that they get together and they got some of the best talent in the world. He said, I looked across the stage. He said, I saw the worship leader there was having an affair. The woman behind him was sleeping with another, with a, a, another woman's husband on the same choir. All this stuff going on in the church. And people sit on people go, oh, it's so anointed. Wow. Yeah, sure. Hmm? Hmm? I mean, you can go to a secular concert or a secular show, and you can be moved to tears. You ever watch a good movie, and at the end of it, like Old Yeller, you're crying? (laughs) I just dated myself, didn't I? (laughs) Something to make you cry. But we can be moved by our emotions, and, and, and we can weep all the way home. Why? Because if we only respond to God in our emotions, then anybody talented can move our emotions. Right? Amen? If a man has learned anything about preaching, he knows that there are certain buttons that he can push on some people to get the altar full at the end of the service. Hmm? He can pack it out. Look, I can have this church full every Sunday. I know I could if I wanted to. But it wouldn't be the anointing of God on my life doing it. It would be me doing it. All i got to do is start watering down the gospel and become your friend. Huh? And stop preaching the truth. This place will fill up in a month. Hmm? we start having self-help get healthy and live right and and uh how to have peace on your flight to dallas and i can do it what are you talking i'm just saying you can do it in talent but i feel like god's anointed us and man that has to preach the truth around here Hmm? come on amen but we got this going on in church people that, that that leave on sunday morning and say boy that was good but they don't have nothing to carry them through the week because it might have sounded good, it might have looked good, but their life didn't change. Their life wasn't impacted. They didn't carry anything out. Amen? Because what they heard was stimulation, not impartation. See, I want to be a church that imparts truth, that brings true freedom. Amen? And it's not just about, let me get everything right. It's about, let me get everything right, but let me be consecrated and anointed while we do it. Amen? Because it won't pour on carnality it won't pour on carnality it's just talent and talent can get by for a while but there won't be real effective change there'll be a lot of money flowing but there won't be real effective change there'll be a lot of buildings built but there won't be real effective change come on are you seeing that this morning he said let this be an anointing throughout the generations how many of you understand that what you've got God wants you to impart to the next generation He wants you to give it away.
1: And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment, but first I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non denominational Pentecostal church. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family.
0: God, God wants you to pour out of yourself. Hmm. What about your kids? I don't want to be anointed. I don't want and have my kids not be anointed. Do you? I want that anointing to flow. Amen. Hmm? Who who impacted you? Who touched you? Who who sparked your life? Who caused you to come into the kingdom? What anointing was it that drew you in? Think about that. There was an anointing somewhere that got you here. Or you wouldn't be here this morning. Not only did he say, don't put it on carnality, but don't have anything else like it. Don't have anything else like it. Hmm? In other words, don't let there be an imitation of the anointing. Hmm? We've seen some of that, huh? You've been to some charismatic Pentecostal services? I mean, it's just like walking into Hollywood. (laughs) I ain't going to judge. Because I've seen some people on their anointing do some crazy things. But when they were out in the parking lot smoking a cigarette and cussing right before that and right after that, something ain't right. Hmm? Oh, Jesus. Don't let there be any imitation on the anointing. There's a lot of things that look like the anointing, but but it ain't really anointing. Why? Because God's anointing has a divine patent on it, it's divine. It's from him. It doesn't come from man. If you got your Bibles, look in Proverbs chapter seven. This passage, he's not just teaching principles. He's telling a story here. That's teaching principles, and we all read this passage and we think it's about adultery, and it is. But there's principles that go much deeper here, and I wanted to share that with you this morning. Chapter seven, verse one of Proverbs it says, "My son, keep my words." Treasure my commands within you. Keep my commands and live, and my law is the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call understanding your nearest kin, that they may keep. See what we're talking here. What we're talking about here is he. He's talking about protecting that anointing. Stay focused protect the anointing that they may keep you from the immoral woman one translation says the strange woman the strange woman from the seductress who flatters with her words for at the window of my house I looked through my lattice and saw among the simple somebody say simple let me know that the simple in biblical terms is not talking about people that are mentally challenged amen the simple literally mean immature people People that have not matured. People that are immature in what they're doing. They have little understanding. They have a little revelation about how they live their life. He said, I perceived among the youth a young man devoid of understanding. He was immature. He had a gift, but he didn't have a clue about what to do with the gift that he had. You see that? Verse 8 says, passing along the street near her corner, and he took the path to her house in the twilight, in the evening, in the black and the dark night. And there a woman met him with the attire of a harlot and a crafty heart. She was loud and rebellious. Her feet would not stay home. At times she was outside and times in the open square lurking at every corner. So she caught him and kissed him with impudent face. She said to him, I have peace offerings with me today. I have peace offerings with me today. I have paid my vows. So I came out to meet you diligently to seek your face. And I have found you. Now watch this. Watch this very closely. Verse 16. I have spread my bed with tapestry. Colored coverings of Egyptian linen. Don't miss this. I have perfumed. The same word. I have apothecaried my bed. With myrrh. Aloe's and cinnamon come let us take our fill of love until morning let us delight ourselves with love for my husband is not home he has gone on a long journey he has taken a bag of money with him and will come home on the appointed day listen to me she said I have prepared a bed for you even for you to have intimacy the only problem is she says I have myrrh I have aloes and I have cinnamon she only had three ingredients of the anointing there's five ingredients to the anointing which tells us if you went in her bedroom it had the smell of myrrh and it had the smell of cinnamon so it had the bitter and the sweet things mixed together but there was no real anointing there come on somebody it was a fraud it was a fake it wasn't the real deal. It was an imitation. And because it was an imitation, it was a trap that went out to seduce them into a place of being uncovered, of being under an uncovered anointing. Come on, are you seeing this this morning? Listen to me. Most people are being seduced and tempted by three primary things. These three things have been the appearance of the anointed life. They've, they've given us this appearance. But if, if, you don't, if you don't carefully steward your life, they're nothing more than the bed of a prostitute they're a cheap imitation of what's real and it's there to trap us to seduce us in the body of christ from the real anointing the first one that i see in the body of christ more than anything else is money somebody say money decisions in churches and ministries and calls of god on people's lives are determined more by their financial situation rather than by the leading of the holy ghost Hmm? money has become the determining factor on whether a ministry will do something or not do something hmm let I me mean, know your life is not your own isn't that right and if you can be bought you'll be seduced let me try that again if you can be bought you can be seduced hmm the second seductress is power. Because most people, you know what? Most people like the power of success. We want to be successful. We want to be above. We want to be ahead. You know, success has been the downfall of a lot of anointed people in our culture today, especially in the United States of America. Some of these pastors, they had such a following because the anointing on their life and the success of their ministry looks so good, but then it ends up going straight to their head and the ministry begins to crumble from one side they think man look at me I can't even go in a restaurant without people walking up to me and recognizing who I am and wanting to take time and talk to me and people I'm God's man of faith and God's man of power wrong wrong but it's a sickness listen we got some evangelists and some preachers today with bodyguards that nobody even wants to kill Hmm? they just got the bodyguards and, and the protection just so they look like they're important ain't nobody even trying to kill them you want to get somebody to try to kill you go out and burn a Koran the third seductress is influence somebody say influence I mean influence is just a controlling manipulative factor the ability to influence people has gone straight to some people's heads They're all faults, they're all a trap that take us away from the real anointing of God. They're a hindrance to your walk. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, God is calling us to be set apart for Him. God is calling us to live a holy and an anointed life. There's so many counterfeits out there. There's so many frauds out there. I even get fooled from time to time. That's why we got to stay so tuned in to the Holy Ghost it comes so quickly I want to pray with you today if you would just bow your heads I want to pray that when the presence of the Lord moves we know to move and that we don't crowd it that we stay consecrated and set apart before God that we as a church as truth church as a corporate body this morning that we truly know what it means to be anointed of God That we don't live our lives for our own selves. But we live our lives for Jesus. That He's the primary focus for all of us. That we hear the voice of the Lord clearly. That we know when to move. We know when to turn. We know when to jump. Because we're anointed. My heart for every believer in this house is that the anointing The true anointing of God rests on your life like never before, and not because of something you do, but because God has chosen you to be anointed. All we have to do is allow Him to compound us. Will you allow God to compound your life today, to mix you thoroughly into that beautiful thing that He wants you to be? Father God right now in the name of Jesus I pray for every person within the sound of my voice this morning anointing 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 fall on us anointing fall in this place soak our hearts anoint us With your Holy Ghost. Anointing. Lead us. Guide us. I declare that in the name of Jesus. Over every believer. If you believe that this morning say amen.
1: Amen.
3: Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Bumgardner. I hope you tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m., right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or make a love gift, you can call 772 461 8555. For more exciting information on our church, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. I'm your host Ed Day and I'll see you next time on The Revealing Truth.
1: Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Taking care of